MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. What's going on, everybody? How's it going? My name is Chris Kiefer, and this is the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and Racetech. You know what? You guys have been doing a lot of shopping. Go to RockyMountainATVMC.com because it's the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes, low prices, and unparalleled customer service, and FREE three-day shipping over 75 bucks. So easy to see why you guys should be shopping over there right now. Still get some stuff in time for Christmas if you're listening this week. If not, do yourself a favor. You got a gift card for Christmas, maybe? Go to RockyMountainATVMC.com and do some shopping. But first, you want to click on KieferInkTesting.com and then go to the RMATVMC banner. Click it. And then continue to live your life and do your shopping. And what that does is gives us a little snippet of what you're purchasing. Helps us out. Feeds my child that's in the studio right now. Helps Heather. You know, we're not going to get any new boobs for Christmas. Heather's not getting that. She already has those. But you never know. Heather wants things. I'm a married man. You know how that goes. But that helps us on the back end. Thank you guys for you guys. Thank you guys that have done that. Okay? I see it. I read it. And um, if you guys are looking for a product code or a discount code that you haven't heard, you know, on the commercials, if in case you guys are forwarding them, I are you forwarding them? Don't do it. Hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and I will help you out. And, of course, FXR Racing. It's Premier Rider. is in the studio right now. Premier FXR Racing Rider, Aiden Kiefer. Aiden? Hello. Hey, how, how good is FXR's gear? Man, it's amazing. I love it. So we were fly guys. Yep. Now we're FXR Racing for 2021. And people want to know, am I a sellout? Depend, no. Depending, no, no. Depending. I don't really know what sellout means. So I don't sellout know. means I'm just taking money. Because no, a, no. Um, we have Helium and Revo gear. If you guys are looking to get some nice fitting, um, good materials, let me tell you that. How's that material on the FXR gear in? It's amazing. Honestly, it's like it's a stretchy kind of um, material. On the jersey, yeah. On the jersey, yeah. It's like a, what is it, soft, right, stretchy it is soft. looking. So no hate comms on Fly Racing. They did oh. a, they did us really good. I still There's love a great fly company. Racing gear. Yep, Aiden and I do love Fly Racing. But FXRRacing.com. I have a product code. Email me. I get you thirty percent off a set of gear or whatever FXR Racing offers. And you can check out my Instagram, Aiden's Instagram, and uh, just check out what the gear looks like on different colored bikes. It's really good stuff. Check them out. Thank you, Andy, Milt, and Carson for always hooking us up. And doing us right. And I can't wait, Aiden. April. Special special edition coming. That's right. Kiefer Inc. Gear. Are you going to wear it? I don't know. You're going to wear your dad's gear? Nah, probably not. Oh, my gosh. No, I will. I will. I'll wear it. FXRRacing.com. Racetech. You want your suspension done? They did Aiden's for Loretta's. 
And you would have won probably if you didn't jump on some dude or cross rut. Aiden? I don't want to talk about it. Racetech.com. Get your suspension engine services done over there. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code. We'll help you out, get you down the road, get your suspension a little more plush, get some more comfort, get some more performance. Racetech.com. And there's all kinds of good information for you here coming on the 2021 series. Uh, We're going to keep doing these suckers. Icon-CBD.com is on board with Coffee with the Kiefers. Aiden Aiden loves Coffee with the Kiefers. I don't. I'm not a fan. (laughs) I'm out. out. I-K-O-N-CBD.com. It really works, guys. I rub it on my knees. Aiden sees this. (laughs) He's old. Dad, you're getting old. old. Yep. But if you guys want to relieve some pain in your joints, inflammation, this stuff really works. I wasn't a, a huge believer in it until I stopped using it and then restarted it. And I was like, wow, it really does work. So uh, icon-cbd.com. And, of course, Oregon Old Timers, they're back for 2021, Aiden. Guess what? We're going to go race some Old Timers race. Yes, we are. Yeah. We're going to race some Old Timers race. You know, get the kids out there. They do have classes for them. And they have classes for us old farts that still rip and anywhere between two to five seconds faster than their child still. Uh-huh. You're quiet over there because that's the truth. OregonOldTimers.com. They're back. I'm going to get you guys a schedule up on my site here soon as well. We'll talk about it here on the podcast. But all different types of great companies on board again for 2021. Again, I don't take advertisements just for money. I believe in the products or the people within my advertisers, so uh, they are not just bullshit products. Trust me on this. We do not take money just for the sake of taking money. Aiden, how many times do I tell you this kind of stuff at home? A lot. Probably like 10 times a day. Right. So we are here today, Aiden. What are we going to talk about? We're gonna People want to know. People want to know why you and I are in the studio together. We're going to talk about some 250 stuff today. That's right. 2021 CRF 250R and 2021 KX250. We're doing we haven't done a shootout at Kiefer Inc. this year, right? But we're doing a little comparison. And why are we doing a comparison? Because of this little SOB that's in my studio. He just turned to a B class. He thinks he's cool. He thinks he needs a modified motor. So guess what? We had Jamie at Twisted Development. Do a light engine build on the Cowie and the Honda. And we went out today with RacerX Films, which you guys can go on racerxonline.com probably within the week or so. Check out the video. It's going to be a good video. Aiden Gianning, come on. you got to pull through this show, Aiden. I know you had a long day of riding dirt bikes, but come on, brother. 14 years old, you should have all kinds of energy. I'm old, dude. You know what I'm sucks? Old soul. It's like you're, you'll bog, you're bogging right now, right? Yeah. And then Heather, mom and I will go to bed. And then all of a sudden you have all this energy at 9 o'clock at night and I'll hear you in your bedroom screaming about your, your stupid game that you play. Why is that? I don't know. I, I don't Why know. do you sleep on the way home when we drive somewhere? I'm tired, dude. Well, dude. I'm tired. Let's spunk up a little bit. It's dirt bike talk. Come on, you happy? Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, right. I'm happy. So we're going to talk about Jamie's build that he did for us. Um, I got the stopwatch out. Timed you today, Aiden. I was only this- two seconds off you today, so... Well, actually, 2.5, but yes. Uh, two seconds, kid. Yeah, this is a... We'll talk about this at the end of the show, okay? Used, but to, let's be, not, used to be Let's not clog seconds. up this show about you. Two seconds. So, um, Cowie and Honda, why did we pick those bikes for you? 
So a little backstory here real quick. Aiden was on, obviously, a 125 two-stroke. He had a Honda that he rode at Loretta's, which was stock. But now that we uh, are going to B-class, things are getting a little bit more serious. As you guys know, amateur parents that are out there listening to this, once you go to a certain class, you need a little bit of help to get your results to be better. You can ride a stock bike. Of course you can. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you don't have the money, that there's no shame in that because, honestly, we're not building the crap out of these because I'm not going ape shit for Aiden to get you all this fast motor to just because it's going to be up to you to win. You got to twist the throttle to win, right? Yes. It's not all in the bike. It's mostly rider. That's how I feel. You can have a slower bike and still beat dudes on good equipment. I do believe that you have to have good suspension. So what we did with these two bikes, we had Pro Circuit do the suspension on the Kawasaki. Luke over there, he's a good dude. Um, Luke was, uh, before he was with Racetech, I talk about Luke on some of these podcasts. He is now over there on Mitch's side. And then on the Honda side, we had Yoshi-san from Enzo. Yoshi! Yoshi is a great dude. Uh, he's Ross Meda's right-hand man over there at Enzo. He did your stuff, your Showa stuff. And um, FMF Muffler on the Honda. Pro Circuit on the Cowie. Yep. We have light headwork on each bike and a piston and a Vortex ECU. Those are – you have some bling here and there on each bike, but it's no it's performance advantage. Yeah, it's nothing. Um, so we took these out, and we did some comparison. I watched Aiden. This is something that we've been talking about in our household for some time. Aiden has ridden the Kawasaki by itself for a few weeks, and he says, I really like it. I want to stay on this. I thought that was a great move because, honestly, Kawasaki has great contingency, what we'll talk about at the end of this podcast. And Honda hasn't been doing much in the amateur scene. You know, Geico's pulled. So I'm trying to build something for you uh, so you can stand on your own two feet. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. So what does that mean? It means you want me to do my own thing and not follow you. Right. I don't want you – I mean, I don't mind you following in my footsteps, but – I want you, if you're going to race, I want you to race and be able to get your own stuff, not use it, you know. I don't want you to succeed because of my business. You know, I want you to be able to say, hey, Aiden Kiefer did this, not, oh, that's daddy's kid, you know, like, oh, that's that's Chris's son. That's why he got all this shit because of his dad, right? Yeah. I don't want to be like that. So that is the reasons why I want him to go somewhere where he has the best chance to get some help through his racing. Um, so those, and of course, you're only 125 pounds, 5'8", right? Correct. 5'8", 125 pounds. Why didn't, why didn't you like the Yamaha? It's too wide, and it had too much power. Like, coming out of corners But we're modding stuff, these 250F, so why? I know, would, it's just, it, it had too much, like... Hit? Yeah, it had too much hit for me. Feel big? Yeah. His, his words were, it had too much hit, it felt big, and it felt heavy. So... I don't need my 125-pound-year-old, 125-pound kid getting hurt on something that he doesn't feel comfortable with. So he felt comfortable on a Honda and a Kawasaki. And the reasons why, Hondas turn well. They feel light. Uh, they don't have a lot of bottom-end stock. Kawasaki feels light, turns decent, doesn't have a whole ton of hit. More than the Honda down low, but long and linear power, stable chassis. Those two bikes is what we chose for Aiden. 
We didn't go the KTM Husqvarna route because of the air fork. I don't want to deal with that with you. You're light. It's probably going to be stiff. It's going to change. So I'm trying to keep you on a spring front fork, right? Going old school here. And uh, those are the reasons why we chose green and red. Because I know I'm going to get those emails. Well, why didn't you do this? Well, we tried it, just didn't like it. And I didn't want to go the air fork route. So now we're here. So stock to stock, both of these bikes are really good. I don't think the Honda's winning any shootouts this year. Uh, I don't know. Kawasaki may have won a shootout or two. It's a great stock bike. They've done a lot of work to the 2021, and it is a great machine. When you rode the stock bike, you were impressed. I was impressed, actually. What do you like about a stock Kawasaki? What I like about a stock Kawasaki is when I first, first time riding yeah. from breaking my wrist. Yep. It was probably what? Well, that's right. You did ride this thing right after. first ever time riding Paris. again. Yeah, at Paris. And what, what was the bike that I first rode before the new one? Uh, it was Todd's old bike. That was yeah, the, we yeah. had a 2020 version we were turning in, and then the 2021 intro came, and then I invited you because I wanted you to try it. Yeah, I feel like that the 2020 compared to this year's bike, I felt like it had more bottom end to it than the old 2020 bike. So a little bit better engine feel. Yes. And you came off the track, said you really liked it. But you're 14, you're easy to impress and you get something shiny and new, and you got some people around watching you, I think you have are a little bit influenced on that. So, nonetheless, that was a sign for me that you actually did like the bike. So we moved forward. We still had the Honda. Mom bought you a Honda before Loretta's. Um, why do you like the, the stock Honda? Before we keep moving into this here. I like the stock Honda because it's an easy bike to ride, you know. it's As well. Yeah, it's an easy bike. I feel like I can actually move that bike around a lot because okay. of how it's not too aggressive right to the point where like oh my gosh i can't ride this thing right you're it's, timid on it you're not yeah, timid on it it's an easy bike you know i feel like at arizona i feel like i rode my stock bike better than my mod bike mm-hmm. just because i was more used to a stock bike easier to ride and it wasn't as aggressive as my mod bike right so again stock to stock both these bikes are really good so don't listen to all these shootouts even though honda isn't winning to me um i there's even another test rider in a, on a different color that really likes to ride a CRF250 just because the chassis is so good. You can always make the engines good. It's tough to make a chassis good. So in the 250 class, it's mostly about motor because all of these chassis are fairly good because it doesn't have a lot of um, engine behind it like a 450, right? So um, moving on to what we did today. So the premise of today was for me to watch Aiden back-to-back on each bike, do a six-lap race on the Honda, six-lap race on the Kawasaki within a reasonable amount of time. So a reasonable amount of time would be within 15 minutes so the track doesn't change that much, so the times are, they coincide with one another. I tried to do this so before the water truck came out and then got it greasy, so we really tried hard to keep it apples to apples. And, uh, of course, as you guys know, the parts list are the same. Granted... As we talk about this, you guys will hear that what each part did to each Pacific motorcycles is a different reaction. And I rode these bikes as well, and I'll give you my input, but that's not the premise of this podcast. It's more for younger kids coming off of 125s, what is better, especially for the amateur racing family. Um, so right away, let's talk about first bike up, you went on the Honda. 
and you haven't ridden this modified Honda in a while. You yeah. know, we did build this before AZ Open for you to race. Mm-hmm. Um, now you got to ride it in a test setting. You went out. How'd you feel? I felt good. It took me like a lap or two to get used to it again because of how fast it is compared to what I've been riding. Right. But I felt pretty good on it. There was probably a couple times where I almost crashed yeah. in corners. But other than that, I felt really good and I felt like home. Um, so he warmed up on the on the Honda, then went out on the Kawasaki. For those people listening to this podcast, what is it like going from one color to another color within five minutes? Does it feel weird? It is a little weird. For like half like half a lap, it yeah. takes a little while to get used to. Right. Other than that, it's fine. Like suspend. It took me a while to get used to suspension because of how different they are. Yeah. But that was really it, honestly. Like, and Kawasaki feeling when you first time out. What do you feel like? If honestly, I felt good on it too. I also same thing made a couple mistakes on it, but I also felt really good on it. But still, I still kind of felt good on the Honda. You felt a little bit better, just, yeah. You know, thinking about it, yeah. Um, obviously, these two bikes have totally different sounds. FMF is a louder muffler. Pro Circuit is more of like a quieter, throatier kind. Yeah, Pro Circuit has a little quieter sound to it, um, but that FMF sounds just barky. And the Pro Circuit, once the Cowie starts moving, it has a higher pitch. It sounds good, but it just doesn't have, for me, it doesn't have that RPM response like this. No. The FMF Honda, Twisted Honda does, right? No. Um, all right, so we did some filming. Um, we had Spencer Owens out there with Racer X today. Did some filming, got Aiden, did some laps, got some photos, got him used to both bikes. And then Dad came in and said, all right, we're putting the stopwatch on you. And... We went out on what first? Uh, we went on the Honda first. Right. So six laps. Dad had the stopwatch. I laid it down and didn't really tell Aiden much. You know, just kind of told him, all right, good job. Rested about five minutes. And then you went to the Kawasaki. Yes. And once this was done, you did your six and six. You come back to the truck. I asked you, what do you feel faster on? Or what I, did you like the most? I said the Honda. You did say the Honda. I said the Honda just because I feel like cornering-wise, yeah. I feel like my corners are way better on it. Just And wh- why is that? Why do you feel like your cornering is better on the Honda? Can you can you pinpoint like what from part corner, of the bike feels better? From corner, like from one to three. Oh, you're talking like, about area. Like, like area. So before we move on. Explain. Okay. This is great for me because I didn't know you know this. I mean, you listen to what I say sometimes. This is all in good information for me. Okay. What is area one of a corner? Area one is beginning. Area two. The middle. Area three. End. Oh, I'm so proud of you right now. This really makes my day. <laughs> okay, so area, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I feel like area one, two, and three, uh-huh. the Honda compared to the Cowie. I feel like the Honda just laid into the rut better compared to the Cowie. Like, so lean in, lean in is angle. easier for you. Yes. Okay. Compared to the Cowie, I feel like I have to actually like muscle the Cowie like into the rut and okay. actually get in and get out quick. Okay. And then what areas of the track today did the Cowie feel better? Was there an area of the track? That- it felt better through the whoops. Okay. Just because of how I liked how plush the suspension was. Okay. I felt like on the Honda, if we would have had a little bit more time on it, like at Glen Helen or something with bumps. Uh-huh. And actually did some testing with more testing with the suspension, mm-hmm. then we would have been better. But that's where I felt like the cow we strived was through the whoops. Okay. Um, so with that being said, 
the lap times came in. Aiden's lap times, the six laps, he was consistently... 115, 114? Yeah, so your fastest lap on the Honda was a 114.6, right? Correct. Your fastest lap on a Kawasaki was 115.4. So uh, that's... So that's your eight tenths off. Yep. So almost a full second, right? Correct. So you add that up over the course of six laps, and when I was looking at these laps that I am right now, anywhere between eight to four tenths... Okay, a so lap, you, a lap. So you're adding these up, and and th- and just for you guys listening at home too, I also drove it home. And you, what did I say? Make sure you try try on both bikes. Yes, because sometimes when you do this stuff, you want the one bike to win, so you don't try as hard. As so the being one. a good test rider means having an open mind, having a clear mind, and do not care which one you're better on until the end of this whole thing, right? Correct. So this is our discussion before. So over the course of six laps, you're going to be almost six seconds a lap in front of your yeah. ghost and your Kawasaki ghost, yeah. right? Correct. Um, I chose six laps because I feel like you could get arm pump in three laps. Anyone can lay down a one-lap, two-lap heater and feel faster on a bike. I mean, I've done that. But when you have a longer moto, you've got to be able to hang on that bitch. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you've complained about the Honda, about how it's too much it bike for you. Yep. But now we are here on this Honda that's modded. Now we have a Kawasaki that's modded. Um, do you feel like it's too much for you now? I still do feel like it is a little too much hit for me. Okay. I feel like if we would have mapped it to a little bit more of a smoother power, yeah. Then honestly, I feel like I would have been a way better on it. So let's let's paint this picture for the people. So you you chose the Honda. Yep. Okay. So you like the Honda better. Yes. Um watching my kid. Um well let, let me let me do this first. Let's paint this picture for the people out there. If we could blend it, a perfect engine for you between these two. So I've explained to you what bottom end is, right? Out of the corner, out of the hole. Yep. What do you like better? Honda or Kawasaki? Probably Honda. Just goes I feel like that has more hit to it now than the Cowie. But you just told me that you wanted less of that a little bit. Yes. But the Kawasaki has less than that? Yes. So So I felt like if we would have combined those two with how smooth the power is on the Cowie and how a little bit aggressive is on the Honda and combined those two together, I feel like it would have been good. So basically what you're trying to say, and I I say this in the Racer X films, I'm trying to translate 14-year-old talk, okay? Because you're learning, and I want you to learn this. You needed somewhere between the Honda hit and the Kawasaki hit. Something in the middle there would have been nice. Yes. So the Kawasaki maybe doesn't have enough. Correct? Am I right? Yep, or am you're I right. wrong? You're right. Okay. And then the Honda has a little bit too much. Yes. So I so feel like if you we would like split a little that. split the difference. Yeah. So mid range pulling power, what engine did you like better? Once you're out of the corner pulling down the straightaway, what felt better? Probably the Cowie, just because it had more pulling power coming down. Like, I didn't have to shift as much. Okay. So, um, like, third gear, coming to the corner, brah, not even shift at all, brah, so it rips. which you liked in areas, but then also in the Racer X show, you said you like shifting. I do like shifting, yes. So, and you feel like you're going faster and feel better when you downshift a second instead of third. Yes. Um, but with the Honda, it has so much 
power Bottom, that you, you leave can it hit in the third. corner. Sometimes you can hit it in the fourth if you want. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, we had you do third gear starts at Arizona. Yeah, that was a that was So this good. is a sign for us and for you guys at home listening. Maybe if you have a lighter kid, you don't need to build it so much. But the, the beauty of this is the Vortex is so tunable. That you can we make could, it to anything you want. Well, not anything, right? But, close, but we close. could we could smooth this low end out and then increase the mid to top. Yep. So that way when you're going through area two of the corner and you go to you know, you're on the brakes and you go to get on, you don't have that that hit. jerk that you know might yeah. mess your corner up. It's smoother. You have more tire contact patch, it'll be better. Um the Cowie, to me, when I rode them, still pulls better on top end, like yes. over if. Yep. Like it's still made for a, a revy type of rider. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like you're more of a smooth a rider. Smooth rider. Like, what do I try to tell you? If you want to go fast, you got to try to what? Uh, rev your corners better, get in, get out. And then rev your bike a little bit more. Yes. I'm not saying go full Barsha well, send mode. Yeah. But you, lo- you watch these fast B kids, they're aggressive everywhere. They're on the gas hard before they touch the ground. Like, this is the kind of shit we got to do now that we're in B class because B class. It's these kids dedicate their life to this stuff. Yeah. So if you want to do this, you have to be a, a little bit more aggressive, right? Because you're on a 250. Yep. So, all right. So now we have the lap times. That's in. He likes the Honda. Does that mean the Kawasaki is no good for you? No, it doesn't mean it's no good for me. I'm just saying, speed wise and everything, Honda's better. Okay. And you feel. More confident. Yes, I feel more comfortable and confident on the Honda compared to the Cali. Okay, so in the Kiefer household right now, we were debating on whether to buy Aiden a, a new Kawasaki or not. We already have two Hondas here for you. I was getting ready to sell the Honda because Aiden was all team greened up. He was him and his homie Chance Hymas wanted to be homies and you know be Monster Claw athletes together, which is fine and dandy. But you got to ride what you're most comfortable on. Yes. And I feel like I can get equal support for me right now, right? Yeah. But you need to do good on on whatever you ride. Yeah. Hey, guys. Sorry for the break here. We're going to do a little commercial, and uh, we'll get back to me and my son talking about the 2021 Honda CRF250R and KX250. Stay tuned. All-American Chevrolet in Killeen, Texas is a proud supporter of Keeper Inc. and invites everyone to experience the difference for all of your Chevy sales and service needs. Mention Keeper Inc. and get 50% off your next oil change and a front end alignment at no charge. Remember, whether you're hauling your bikes to the weekend track, trail, or race, or commuting to the job that pays for your moto habit, we have the truck to get you there in style. Visit us online anytime at ChevyColleen.com. That's All-American Chevrolet of Killeen. Chevy, find new roads. FMF, fast mother bleep, nah, Flying Machine Factory, that's what it stands for. Go to fmfracing.com, you got a four-stroke, two-stroke, they've got what you need. Trust me, older two-stroke pipes and silencers, they have it, they still make them. You got a newer four-stroke, you want some extra horsepower, they got that too. But most importantly, if you guys want to look cool at the track, maybe you want to make your chick look cool. You want to wear a cool hat, or you're a two-stroke guy, and you want a shirt that says mixing gas and hauling ass. Go to fmfracing.com. They got a whole merch section. Trust me, it's real. there's a lot of stuff over there. It looks pretty cool. So Kiefer Inc. 19 saved you some money on the merch. 
I suggest you go do it. I have a two-stroke shirt, and I don't wear freaking two-stroke shirts. That's how cool this thing is. So go to fmfracing.com. Save yourself some money. And, of course, if you have any problems, you have any concerns, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and hopefully I can guide you in the right direction on FMF products. I know a lot about them, so trust me. They're good, quality built. There's even a guy back in the dining room you probably never heard of. His name is George. He is a wizard. He is the one just grinding away, doing all of the dyno testing, handing the, the stuff off to me at times to test. He's a smart dude. FMFRacing.com. Go visit the site. It's a cool site. Go get some merch. Save yourself some money with Kiefer Inc. Thank you, guys. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirts. Get your sassy T-shirts. Yeah! Good morning. We didn't catch your name last night. ScreenPrintingDone.com. I'm not supposed to be within 200 feet of a Chuck E. Cheese. I need that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com. Let's get into this T-shirt. It's a cute top. Where'd you get that shirt? ScreenPrintingDone.com. That does sound awesome. I see things no one should ever see. I got a pretty dope sense of humor, bro. ScreenPrintingDone.com. <laughs> You an older dude looking to race some races, maybe looking to do some longer motos? OregonOldTimers.com is coming out with a new 2021 schedule. We will have that up on the new shows in January, so check them out. OregonOldTimers.com. Any questions about going to the Old Timers Association, hit me up, Chris, at KeeferInkTesting.com, and I'll help you out. See you guys at the races next year. Hey, Kiefer, what oil should I run? What weight should I run? Lots of emails coming in about oil. You know what I choose? Bloodlubricants.com, 1040 Pro Series Synthetic Oil. If you guys haven't run Blood Lubricants Synthetics, you should try it. Email Jeff over there at Blood Lubricants, info at bloodlubricants.com. Mention the code Kiefer, get 25% off a case of oil. I run the 1040 Pro Series in all of my test bikes here. It works great. Keeps the engine cooler as well. Clutch life is enhanced and longer. I go through clutches on that Yamaha YZ450F every 10 hours. Now I can go 15 hours. So great oil. Email Jeff over there. Use the code. Save self some money. Email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com if you have any questions about the oil. I'm happy to help. You got a new bike? Hell. You got an old bike? Go to ride-engineering.com. You can use the code KT25 to get 25% off. If you're looking for anything chassis-related, clamps, bar mounts, axle blocks, whatever it is, they even got calipers, brakes. They do it all over there at ride-engineering.com. So go check them out. Use the code. Save yourself some money. If you have any questions, you guys know the email. Visit them. Ride-engineering.com. Hey, did you crash? Or maybe you're just looking for a different handlebar bend. Go to protaper.com and go look at the Evo and Fusion line handlebars. I run the Fusion on the KTM 450, and I run the Evo on the YZ450F. Doesn't matter what you are. You like crossbars? You don't want a crossbar? Protaper has it. They got grips. Dude, they got some nice, soft grips. I'm a half-waffle soft guy. Greatest grips ever. Go check them out. The race cut grips. Come on. I am an SX Race Evo and Fusion guy. So go check them out. Protaper.com. And if you guys are wondering about handlebar dimensions, go to KeeferInkTesting.com. There's a complete article 
on which handlebar dimension is best for your bike. Go search around. It's a fun article. Keyframe testing, it's a great place to do it. You know what else is? ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Maybe you're at home or in the car and you listen to the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Maybe you already own a home. Maybe you're looking to purchase. You know what? Rates are down, so maybe you should try refinancing now. I know Heather and I just did. You can pull cash out, debt consolidation, or maybe you just need some credit score advice. Deal with a professional that has been in the business for 25 years, dude. And this guy rides. He's a good dude. Zach Morris. No, not saved by the bell, Zach Morris. He's licensed in California, Nevada, and Colorado. You can call or text Zach at Plum Creek Funding, 720-212-4685. If you guys have any questions about Zach, hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, or just simply text him yourself, 720-212-4685. Plum Creek Funding, Zach Morris, hit him up. You guys looking to buy a new bike? 2021s are out. Go to Power Motorsports. That's right, they're in Oregon. PowerMotorsports.com. If you guys want a deal on a Yamaha, ooh, or a Kawasaki, ah, or maybe, just maybe, you want a KTM. They got them all there. They have Kiefer Inc. testing special discounts. Email me, Chris, at KieferIncTesting.com, and I will get you in touch with David Sibley. That's right, David Sibley at Power Motorsports. He knows the drill. He knows Kiefer Inc. testing gives the best deals possible, and so do Power Motorsports. Hit them up, powermotorsports.com. Back with the show, guys. Thanks for holding tight. And there's more banter between father and son right here, right now. Here we go. I was leaning towards the Kawasaki more because of the contingency. And just like I said in the beginning of this pod, contingency is huge. Amateur sport is huge. Kawasaki is at all of these amateur races and with some other manufacturers, they're starting to die out a little bit on amateur support, and they're not there helping, as well as contingency. If you go to Kawasaki's website and you read the contingency, they spread their money so far around in all these races. They're, they're out there supporting, and they're actively looking for up-and-coming kids. They sponsor – name an 80 rider. You know more amateurs than me. Drew Adams. Who? Drew Adams. Okay. What about that Ellis? Ryder Ellis, yes. Ryder Ellis. Kid. Um, now you have Chance Hymas moving to A-class. Ryder D. Francesc. Yeah. O. Is he B still? Yeah. Ryder D. Fr- oh, boy. Those, that's who you're racing. Okay. That's what I'm saying. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's the level you're about to race. Yeah. And me and you can honestly sit here and have a conversation and saying, that dude's fast. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He's but, fast. So we have some work to do. Yep. Right? And then we have to make sure that your technique is still good, no matter which bike. Yes. So, Kawasaki, kudos to you guys out there for supporting these up-and-coming kids, grooming them, helping them, helping the families with parts, um, even accessories, and motorcycles. The Team Green, by far, has been the superior um, manufacturer for amateur support for many, many years. That was something that I wanted to be a part of. When I was 15, 16 years old, they were still really active in amateur support. And we still have support uh, from Yamaha and Kate Orange Brigade and things like that, right? I feel like Orange Brigade has a little bit more than Yamaha. I think so, too. The, the Yamaha dealer support, that's what they go through. Yeah. But Orange Brigade seems to be pretty big as well. Yep. Um, so, 
if you guys are looking and you guys are a family listening to this together and you're looking for more of amateur support and you're looking for a solid motorcycle, Kawasaki is superb. We're going to be riding a Honda next year for Aiden, but I don't know how the contingency is is all that great. Luckily for me, I'm in a position where maybe we're not too worried about contingency at this time. But if you're a family and you need some kickback on parts and you're traveling around these these states with all these fucking am- oops, sorry, all these freaking amateur nationals, um, it's a lot of damn money. So move the needle due to contingency. That's what I always tell these amateur families. All these bikes are good and Twisted Development built this Kawasaki. I rode it. It's fun. It pulls my fat butt around. I'm 170 pounds, and it's a damn good bike. The Honda is a little bit more exciting down low for me. That's like I told you. Front side power is good, bottom to mid. Kawasaki is more mid to top over rev. And I like the chassis of the Kawasaki more than you. I prefer a more stable bike, and I feel like the Kawasaki is very stable. Um... But I will agree with you, the Honda does corner better. It's easier. It's a front-end steering bike. I'm a front-end steering guy. It's no secret that the Geico guys did some chassis work. They drill their engine mounts in the middle to get a little bit more flex so it's not so rigid. So there's things that we can do. You know, it could follow the Geico rules and do some things with their chassis that, you know, that I think we should do to yours. Okay. Um, But overall, I think this was a, a cool test for people out there going, hey, man, I want to buy a 250F, and I'm going to mod it a little bit. Even for you vet guys out there listening to this, there, you can make bottom end on a 250F Honda without going to a big bore. Jamie over at Twist Development, you've worked with him. What well, do you think about Jamie? It's, he's cool. He's a nice guy. You had guy. to choose Chad or Jamie. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I put you on the spot right yeah, now. Yeah, you did. Chad over at XPR it does great work as well. I'm not going to lie. Yep, go ahead. No offense, Chad, but yep. I do like Jamie. Okay, I mean that's no Jamie's problem. Cool. These two guys are great dudes. Both have. I feel like I feel like they own have like their two own riding styles. Like Chad, I feel like Chad's more of like bike builder for like a smoother guy. Yep. And Jamie's more of a dude that likes Wants aggressive power. bikes. Yeah. And I think sometimes that's why I gravitate toward Chad. I'm I'm a roll on feel kind of dude, and Jamie can make that for me, but. It takes some time for him and I to get there because he's trying to make the most horsepower at the beginning, and then we work our way down. Uh, when I work with Chad, I'm the opposite. Like I, up. I try to work up, and most of the time, I don't even try that hard to work up. I'm still like, hey, man, still want it smooth, and Chad knows me. He's like, Jesus, dude, I'm killing all this power, but it makes it more connected for me. Do you know what a connected feel is, Aiden? Uh, no, I do not. So throttle coming out of the corner, you can feel that throttle every time you twist it down to six o'clock. Yeah. What six o'clock? All the way wide, wide open, open. Right. Yep. That you can feel that rear wheel having traction and pulling power, and that action to your right wrist to the rear wheel is the same. As soon as you twist your right wrist, wrist, that rear wheel bites and hooks up. Sometimes when you tr- twist your right wrist, it lights up and spins. And you get a little side to side. That's not connection. That's disconnection, right? Yep. So you got to try to find that. At you guys listening at home, try to find that within your bikes. No matter what, two fifty, four fifty, you can make all the damn horsepower you want. But if it doesn't feel connected, it's a mute point. You need to feel connected to the track. Serious question. Go ahead. Do you ever just ride your dirt bike and not think about what your bike is doing? 
Never. Jeez. It's bad. I'm so wired. Dude. What's wrong with that? I never think about what my bike is doing. I just ride. I mean, I understand you're 14. I didn't think a lot about it until I, well, I take that back. Yeah, Yara's like, oh my God, go test this, go test this. I'm like, I don't, I don't even feel half the stuff that you put on it. Though, then that's that's fine as long as you tell me that, right? If you don't feel yeah. it, I'd rather you tell me I don't feel it versus make something up. But you you need to learn some of this. I'm not saying you got to freak out like me and be like everything. I'm going to try everything. No, you got to worry about technique and going fast, right? Yeah, I do that. At I worry about bike first setup. If this was my own bike, I get the, the bike to where I like it, and then I worry about going fast. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. It's a it's a curse for me because it's my job. Like, so yeah, like, you no just matter, can't like ride a bike. Like, it's hard. Yeah, I haven't just rode for fun. I mean, you know, you're around me. Yeah, you never. I don't. Always, it's don't work. Like, it's all. I, I don't like this. You know, I don't like this on my bike. It doesn't feel good. What What's with the voice? That's not me. <laughs> Sometimes it is you. <laughs> I'm just I I'm wired to test, and that's what I do. Right, so. For me to de- detach and does, race, like, does racer mode ever come out? Racer? Racer mode. You don't even think about anything. Yeah, obviously, I, I'm, I'm, you're looking at a two-time champion this year. Right now, you're staring mm. in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you got no comeback for that. <laughs> so when it's, time to, when it's time to go, I'm a gamer. I'm down. Oh, you're a gamer? Yeah. Oh. On the bike. I, not, I, a I, little, I not a little gamer where you're about to head. I didn't know head. you're a gamer, dude. Oh, my God. This is what I deal with people on the daily. Fourteen play, year old. You play zombies on Black Ops. No, I don't even know what that is. Okay. I'm too busy working. Okay. Trying to to help you, you know, and create a life for our family. What about getting schooled in Madden? Can we get schooled in Madden later? I'll play Madden. Madden's all right. I I'll like smoke football. you in Aladdin. On Aladdin? I said Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> and then all right. Aladdin. Um. What else do you want to talk about with the Honda and the Kawasaki? What something that you can relate? If there's a 14 year old boy listening to this podcast right now with his father and mother, what would you suggest for them? Honestly, depending on what kind of rider they are. Like if you're like me, a C kid coming up to a B class, I would probably suggest probably Kawasaki just because of more, like you said, um, more help with yeah. riders and everything. Yep. But like, if you're an aggressive kid wanting to build a lot of horsepower, I would say the Honda because you can get a lot with the Honda with how there's not that much to it with a stock bike. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can get a lot with there's building more it. room for improvement. Yeah, more room for improvement. I don't really know if that's true or not, but I will say this: this brings up a good point. Okay, we did do the same things to each bike. And we did see more upside on the Honda to the Honda than we did the Kawasaki. Yes, that doesn't mean the Kawasaki is no good. I'm just saying we saw a little bit more growth. Yeah, within the engine of the Honda, the Kawasaki made growth too. But I mean, I feel like the Honda, yeah, made more. Right. So compared to the stock, we will detune a little bit of the Honda. Yep. Smooth it out. Will you still want to ride the Kawasaki at some point? Oh yeah, I still want to ride it all day. Yeah. Okay. I feel like if we would have added more hit to it, yeah. Then, yeah, I'd ride it all day. So I'm sure we can make oh, that, oh, right? yeah, for sure. So that's something that, you know, you Maybe need to future, think about as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Aiden's lucky enough to have a practice bike and a race bike, and if you don't have that luxury, um, this soft modification of an ignition running good fuel like VPT4, uh, a muffler, and then 
and then having a, a high compression piston and a light headwork is under, you know, uh, well, the muffler's a little bit expensive. So without the muffler, it's under 2K. <laughs> the mufflers right now, man, they're they're expensive, dude. dude but I'm much? telling you guys right now, listening to this, an ECU is a hell of a lot more. Um, you get a lot more of it on the track than you do a muffler. Um, the FMF muffler is excellent for the Honda. It helps bottom end in the stock form. If you're looking for more bottom end, FMF does great stuff. Um, Vortex ECU, Jamie at Twisted. I'll even say Chad at XPR. I've ridden Chad's. I've ridden Carson Mumford's bike. Carson's thing, bike is probably really good. Thing rips. It's awesome. It sounds And sick. it's smooth and connected. Yep. So that's why I always preach both of these guys on this podcast. Um, I'm 50-50 with these guys, and they know this. <laughs> so um, Jamie does good Vortex ECU tuning. So does Chad. And just those simple mods and a little light head work is all you need, and it's reliable. You can rev it, ride it, change the oil, That's and just it, really. ride the crap out of it. Yeah. And you have enough horsepower to get you a good start in this crazy B-class world where everyone just throws money at their shit and builds it. So, again, if you're listening to this, ride hard and have a little bit of a better engine feel, but it's still going to be mostly coming down to you. How strong you are, how fit you are, how mental um, strength, how much mental strength you have, Aiden. Yep. Because I sucked at that growing up. I sucked. Like, I was worried about so-and-so being there. I would go to the sign-up and look and see who was in my class. I would do all this dumb shit that shouldn't even... I think everyone does that, though. I mean, everyone has at some point. But I've learned over time, it doesn't matter who's there. I got to race them anyway. So why look at the results or look at the sign-up sheet, you know? Correct. You got to worry about yourself. Race the track. Have confidence in your ability. Have confidence that you trained hard enough to not get tired. And then when you do get tired, because most of us, I would say 95% of us, at some point in a moto on that line, someone in that line, that you're, they're going to get tired. So then you got to turn your mental strength on. Okay, How can I ride within my means yet fast while I'm tired? Yep. That's the key to dirt bikes right there, Aiden. Learn how to race when you're tired because it's going to happen, and it's mental strength. So this whole little comparison that we're doing is all good and dandy, but it's going to come down to you ultimately. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So, all right. That's about it for me. Ride red is what you're saying. That's what we're doing. No wing, no prayer. Poor Team Green. Guys are going to be sad. Chance Hymas, your homie, is going to be like, traitor. Yoder's pumped on me, though. Yoder. Hunter Yoder, we don't know what he's doing, but he should be uh, riding Hondas for 2021. Um, thank you to the guys over at Honda and Kawasaki for letting us do this. It's pretty yeah, thank fun. Thank you. Um, like I said, just because it works for Aiden doesn't mean it works for you guys. I just thought it would be a great podcast for you guys to listen to and hear the banter back and forth and why we chose what we chose. As always, within this podcast, within my business, my door is open, Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. I'm happy to help you. Help you, Aiden, we're going to create an email for you so kids can email you. I'm out. I don't Why? Know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe later. Maybe later in the future I will. Not right now, though. Why can't you help out now and learn the, the ways of the world of, of work? I don't know. I don't know either, but we're going to work on that. Oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? All right. <coughs> All right, so... 
Please support the advertisers that support this podcast. This was a short one. It's probably our last one of the year. I have a gear shootout pod I need to do, but that, that might wait. I've been telling you I'm going to have one more in a gear shootout pod. I have all these notes written for the 21 gear shootout. Do you know I did this? I did not know you did this. I wore uh, 11 sets of gear, and we're going to sit down with Vaj, me, Dallas Dunn, and we're going to talk about the gear that we all wore. Okay. Function. Comfort. Fitment. Okay. Um, durability. But it is vacation time. It's holiday time. I'm spending time with my family, hang out. Maybe not ride a dirt bike. How's that sound? No, we're riding a dirt bike. We're going to Mesquite New Year's. We're going to Mesquite. Why? Why can't I rest? I want to go. Mes- I want to race. We're going to go Mesquite and race. For you parents out there listening, you know my pain right now. I just want to rest. Want to hang out at home by the fire. Chance, oh, Chance wanted me to tell you that his dad said he's looking for the best mac and cheese for you if you go. I do love me some mac and cheese. So we're going to Mesquite. We're getting mac and cheese. Mesquite. I'll ask you this. Did I ask you this question? What is One it? meal for the rest of your life on an island. You're not riding dirt bikes. You're, you're stuck on this island for the rest of your life. What is the plate of food that you're going to have for the rest of your life? Go. Don't take too long because we're on air. So I don't want no dead air on this podcast. Oh, man. Um... Go ahead. You wanna, while you're thinking, I want to tell you what Chance Hymas said. He told me a ribeye steak, medium rare, and a baked potato. And I told him, I go, dude, there's no dirt bikes. We ain't racing. And why medium rare? I'm a medium well guy. He's like, you don't even know how to eat a steak then. All right, I think I know. What do you got? The, what's the dinner the mom made the other Talk night? Talk up. We'll speak up. What's the dinner the mom made the other night? Mashed potatoes, gravy, um... Biscuits. Biscuits. Corn. Cream corn. And steak. You like steak or do you want chicken? Steak. And steak. Steak. What do you have to drink? Um, Probably Coke. Probably okay, Coke. so mine was, of course, you guys know me. I'm a sandwich guy. Get me some turkey. Where from, though? Where from? Jersey Mike's, Capriati's, Seven Oaks. I'm going to go old school. Before you were born, there was a, a sandwich shop on Main Street called Sub- Submarine Express. We called it Sammy Sue's. Homeboy made the best sandwiches, and it was so good. Your mother used to go there almost every day for me and get me a sandwich. I would go ride the desert tracks, do a couple motos, come home. She would have that sandwich waiting for me at home. Dude, I've never been – like right now, I'm getting chills in my – because it was so good. Where's he at now? Oh, my God. You want to know what happened to him? Is he dead? No. No, but what? He um, was a child molester. Oh, man. So he got busted for child molestation. Man, you probably got some freaking throat juice he made, in he made a He made a Sammy, a killer Sammy, but he did some bad, bad shit. So Dude, uh, probably, screw probably, that guy. But he made a good throat. Sammy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, that's crazy. So is he in jail right now? I think he got out, yeah. How old do you think he is? He's a, he was an old guy. He was an old man. And what was weird, in the submarine shop, he had girls always working. And they, were, they, were, they weren't like underage girls, but they were younger girls, you know? Were they hot? Some of them. Some of them weren't. Said, okay. But it was just weird now that I look back on it, you know? He probably... Anyway, let's, yeah. let's focus okay. in on the sandwich. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sandwich, turkey, ham, I don't care. Mac and cheese, I'm fine with Velveeta. Okay. Velveeta shells and cheese, I'm all in. That's the, liquid what gold. What about the soup from... Broccoli cheese soup, great. Which one, which one are you picking? Macaroni Mac- and cheese, all day. Okay. I mean, right. little, little little bacon bits in it. 
All right. Oh, and uh, and um, oh my gosh, what the drink? I'm just going water because I need water to live. Right? I'm on an island. You got you got the ocean. You can't drink salt water, son. You can't. No. Why? You will die. It, oh. You, you just just because it's your body doesn't accept the salt. Then why are we swimming it? If we can't drink it, I mean, you think about oh, it. It goes. This this takes me to homeschool. Okay, this is the reasons why. No, you got to think about it. like when you're swimming. I mean, you got to swallow some water at some point. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that you can't swallow. It, you're not going to die, but I'm just saying if that's all you had to drink, you're dehydrated. You will not get the nutrients that you can from normal water. So you would have to dig in the ground somewhere, you know, naked and afraid style, and dig a well and see if some spring comes up through the ground. You know, it's crazy to think about. Is oh that we swim this in, is going way off. Is that we swim in an ocean where whales and everything poop and pee in it? Yeah, we don't even think about it. No, because it's it. The ocean is so huge, right? Think about how the many, stuff dissolves. Yeah, but think about how much whales and stuff are in there. Oh my god, dude! You can't. You gotta go back to public school ASAP. Mm, nah. When this COVID shit is done, you're going back to public school, dude. <laughs> the dirt bike thing can wait and do it on the evening. We're talking about chicks. You can talk about chicks too. No, we're not. We don't. You said f- you want to talk about chicks too. Well, you okay? You want me to do this? Sure, let's go. Sometimes you have these nice girls that are to me nice looking girls. Okay. Fun to be around. They have solid parents, and you just just don't disregard them. And then you have these other ones that come to you. I'm like questionable background and i'm just like dude find a a girl i'm not saying you need a girlfriend at 14 okay i'm not saying that okay i'm just saying have friends and hang out with some nice girls with nice families and girls that are active that like the same thing as you look at mom me and her do the same stuff dude mom didn't know about dirt bikes though before no but she's around it she accepts it and she's active and we like the same things you know what i'm saying yeah because when you grow older, you're going to want your significant other to do stuff with. Most of us, at least. I know there's some guys listening right now like, I don't want my wife going near me. I don't want her. I don't, you know. But I like having mom and you around, okay? Okay. So that's all I'm saying is looking for the quality of woman. Just like we talked about with the neighbor today, find a girl who drives an old truck. Cool girl drives an old truck. She has character, dude. Okay. Like an old classic car or, you know, maybe her parents have something like that. Dude, it's that's what the kind of girl you need because you come from parents that are kind of like that, right? And you're going to – when you grow older, you're going to be like that as well. This whole podcast has gone to shit because we went on this tangent at the end here. This was supposed to be out of Honda and a Kawasaki. And now we're talking about girls. This is like a coffee with the Kiefer's. We should have talked about the coffee with the Kiefer's. So we'll save this. For more. You have oh. questions? I'm going to tell you this. Oh, boy. You have questions that you want to ask? Write them down, and we will present them on Coffee with Kiefer's. I'm good. People, I'm not coming on Coffee with Kiefer's. If you have children that are 17 and, you know, have a question for Aiden, hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and we will present those questions, and we will answer them <laughs> together, Aiden, on the next Coffee with the Kiefer's New Year's Day. No. How's that sound? No. Bringing in 2021 with a bang with Aiden Kiefer. That's right. He's all red now. That's right. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. Sorry we got a little sidetracked, but that's what we do here. That's why this stuff's so fun because we're just we're just talking shit like a back of the tailgate, you know? Yep. This is basically Aiden and I on the way home 
from a track most of the time. Or on the way to the track. Well, if, if he's not sleeping. I didn't sleep today. I didn't fall asleep today. Oh, my God. Your head was so bobbing so hard today on the way home. <laughs> you're ru- you're like, rubbing necking. Like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Rubbing necking? Rubbing necking. Rubbing necking. All right. Thank you guys for joining us for the sixth time. <laughs> we'll be back next year. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. Enjoy each other. Spend a time with your families. Tell them you love them. I love you, Aiden. I love you. And thank you for being my son. You're a pain in the ass at times, but I love you regardless. Thank you. Tell them that you love them. Be with them. Enjoy every moment. And uh, this podcast is hella fun for me. It's been great. You just sound like a 14-year-old. Hella? Hella. Dude, that was hella fun right there. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. We'll see you guys at the track. See you in 2021. Thanks. See ya.